0: So this episode, it's a recount of the past few weeks. If you have been following me, uh, you'll know that I've actually been quite quiet lately on socials and on the podcast. That's because I had a very, very big blow to my plan, to my ego. And I think I'm only now just starting to pick up the pieces and trying to pick myself up and dust myself off. Welcome to Misadventurous with me, Tiffany Rouge, a colour lover who's filling out the grey area that we call life to help you live a more colourful life and help you unlock your mind so that you can be adventurous too. So if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you'll know that I have recently moved over to New Zealand. I moved over here to essentially create a life that fulfils me but also to do radio because I love radio and something inside me right now, is hitting a point because I have this deep inherent love of broadcasting, of sharing my story, and doing that on a radio station. And I felt really, really glad that I had the opportunity to come and do that here on a pop music station here in Auckland. And I'd had things lined up. I'd finally gotten here to a point where my life was set up. I waited months for my stuff to arrive. I got my own house, and I was slowly learning more and more and more. At the radio station, and it was great. I was getting trained in a new playout system that I hadn't used in years, so I'd completely forgotten about how to go about normal daily actions that I would need to do if I wasn't, you know, a long time announcer. I was only on weekends with the hope to do something a little bit more in the future. The person who got me the gig is an Aussie. He's a lovely, lovely man, and I really cannot thank him enough for, first of all, getting me to get my shit together and move over here, but also giving me the opportunity to go and see what it's like to work in a big metro radio station here in Auckland. You know, he gave me a A lot of support and some knowledge and some understanding about how the industry works here. I got to a point where I was doing my show every Saturday and it was great. I was doing four hours a week, which wasn't a lot, you know, wasn't a lot of money, but it was completely fulfilling. Like it was satisfying. It was fulfilling my purpose. It was what I felt I needed to do here in New Zealand. And then one day, I go to look at the roster, and I look at the run sheet. It's a Saturday afternoon, like it is right now when I record this. And I go to prep my show, and my name's not on the list of people who are on from 5 till 9 on a Saturday night. And I thought, oh, that's very strange. And I went and had a look at the roster, and my name had been taken off for the next few weeks. And I thought, this is very odd. I'm going to send some emails. I'm going to try and get to the bottom of this. And I end up going and having a meeting the following week about what's going on, like why I've been taken off air, why I've been taken off the roster. Now, it turns out that the lovely Aussie boss of mine, his boss, has been keeping tabs on me. And fair enough, you're the boss of multiple radio stations. Of course, you want to keep tab of what's going on. A couple of weeks before my name got taken off of the roster and I got taken off air, the big boss spoke to my Aussie boss and said, who is the new Aussie chick on weekends? And my boss was like, she's cool. You know, I believe in her. Leave it alone. It's not your call. And I'd been told this and I was like, OK, well, that's fine. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm on the big boss's radar. It's no big deal. So when I go and have this meeting after being taken off air, I get the reason that I was taken off air. And it turns out that the big boss, who is the big boss of, you know, my Aussie boss, he doesn't want Australians on the radio and therefore my shot at being on any of the other radio stations that this one media company owns is gone. And I was in pure shock when I had that meeting. I fully couldn't believe what was going on. And I was almost in this kind of like putting out the fire mode. And all the while the Aussie boss is like, I want to make it right. I want to get you some work. I, you know, I'm pretty sure he understands that I'd moved over for this job and wanted to make it right. And sort of, you know, like see me out the door. So I wasn't sort of hating on him in a way. And I don't hate him for this, but I also would have loved to have something a little bit more concrete because I never had a contract with these guys, even though I was doing work with them. So I didn't really have anything too concrete. And I understand that with great risk comes great reward. And I definitely risked it to come here. I knew I didn't have a contract and I moved all of my shit over anyway. And it's not the first time I've done it. I did it when I moved up to Darwin. I started on weekends and then I ended up going on to afternoons and becoming the music director and getting on to drive. And that's totally how I understood it happened because I'd done it before. But I guess this risk just didn't pay off. But going back to that day when I got told I just couldn't even process what was going on I had a mate who flew in from Australia to come and hang out with me and I, I couldn't even tell her what was going on in my mind because I physically hadn't processed it yet and I couldn't even think about what that meant for the future why on earth I'd moved to New Zealand and then in the days following it It was like I was experiencing grief. Like I woke up the next day, you know, I I was angry. I woke up really freaking angry because all I wanted to do was talk about this on the podcast and name names and, you know, put these guys to shame. Like how incredibly racist is the fact that I got taken off air from a radio station here in Auckland because... I sound Australian because I am Australian. Is the racism in Auckland that deeply inherited that I was physically taken off air because Kiwis don't want to hear Aussie accents? I understand that maybe, you know, a lot of my audience is from Australia and you might have a a bit of a bias, but I never found that. But now that I'm looking back at it, you know, every Kiwi person that I tell I'm Australian, they go, oh, I won't hold it against you. But all I know is that my life has been severely affected by someone else's prejudice and someone else's racism, which isn't okay. But I'm also not the person to go and ruin lives because of it. I want to be my own person. I want to be responsible for good in the world, but I don't fight fire with fire and I don't ever want to see that sort of stuff happen again. I know it happens and it happens in every industry It was just the first time it had happened to me. So when I woke up that day and I was very angry, I was getting ready. I was going to call up some lawyers. I was like, I'm going to put a legal case together. These guys have been discriminated against and I never even had a contract with them. Like what's going on? This is absolutely ridiculous behavior for someone who just wants to come and settle and have a good life. That day came and went and I woke up the next day in tears. I was so sad. I was grieving. I lost a big part of myself and my life when I was told that I couldn't be on air. And it really made me realize, okay, my radio job and and what I've wanted for a long time, which was to be an on-air announcer on a radio station, it had been put on the back burner to try and get my podcast business happening and, and to move and everything like that. And I hadn't ever put radio in the forefront of my mind. It's been a long time since I put radio in the forefront of my mind. And now it kind of shows, you know, getting taken off air, maybe it is because my heart is not in it. So I've got all of these feelings and thoughts going on in my head because one part of me really, really wants to work in radio. And another part of me feels like if I stay in New Zealand, I'm never going to work in radio again. I hope that's not the case, but I've got genuine feelings of loss. I feel like I've lost my purpose in if I don't have radio. And I know that I've put out podcasts before and I've said lots of things like this is my genuine purpose. I now know what kind of security the fact that I was working in radio, already living out a part of my purpose, feels. And now that I don't have radio, it's almost like I don't know what to do with my life. And I've been here before. When radio has screwed me over, I've been told by other people that I'll never make it. I took a year off. I did marketing and I always felt like something was missing in my life. And I don't want to get back to that point. I don't want to waste any more time in my life by taking time off. So I'm stuck, right? And every day is a different story. Every time I speak to someone, I've got brand new influences clouding my mind. I'm so confused. I'm so lost. And every single day, my decision to... Do things is hindered, and my purpose or lack thereof is stopping me from acting. And when I say every day is different, here is a couple of voice notes from me about a plan of attack. So I've decided to give up radio for now. I may come back to it, but I might not. And I'm very much okay with it because I've come to the realization that the content that I'm putting out on air. Is not the content that is the most meaningful, that is part of my purpose. And that is true to me. A lot of it feels like junkie media. And I am taking a stand. I'm stepping away from that type of junk media to create content that is purposeful. Purposeful for me, that shares a message for other people, that helps people. And as much as junkie media is there, talking about music and pop culture is fine. I want to do deeper work. I exist on a deeper level. I can't help but have deep conversations with people and I can't have the deep conversations. I can't put out the deep messages that I want to on air. I've recently just experienced this terrible injustice in my life but I'm thinking about why. Why is it happening to me? Why do I feel like I need to respond in the way that I am? Like I could lawyer up. I could essentially get some terrible things happen. I could ruin some people's lives with the things that have happened to me. But I'm choosing not to because my why, I don't want to ruin people's lives. I want to help people. And as much as there's injustice in the world, I want to be the voices and the forces for good and that other people pick themselves up for their own mistakes Retribution is a great thing, but I think the best form of revenge, when you get knocked down by someone or when someone absolutely knocks you down, is getting back up, turning your back to them and killing it in another way. Be the best that I can, so when other people who have knocked me down look at me and the way that I have gone about things, they regret them. They regret their decision to try and hinder my growth In my life, and I've literally pulled over on the side of the road because I'm in this state of mind. And I feel like I came to New Zealand for a reason, and it just has occurred to me that radio wasn't a part of that reason. So I'm letting it go for a bit. I've got a lot of shit running through my head at the moment. There's so much uncertainty in my life right now, and everything feels really really hard i try to take it one day at a time and every single person that i speak to i feel so different i feel like i've come to a decision and then i have a conversation with someone else and then i come to a different decision and there's a lot of influences around me going on that are yeah definitely influencing how i feel Um, but right now it feels like to me that if I stay in New Zealand I will be turning my back on radio and if I go back to Australia I can go back to chasing that dream. I don't know if I still want that dream. I don't know what my purpose is outside of that dream and that is the scary thought. (laughs) It's so funny because three months ago I was welcoming this uncertainty and now I feel so fucking lost and uncertain and So many choices are uncertain that I have no idea what to feel, where to go, what I should be doing with my life. Yeah, just feeling quite lost at the moment. So I'm going to try and take it one day at a time and just try and do small things that make me feel good in the day and try not to think too much about the future. It's crazy how I may seem like I have my shit together most of the time. And I guess it really turns out that my life's just gone inside out and I do not have my shit together at all. So I try to complete my mindful practices so that I can still wake up and get out of bed in the morning. And the things that do get me out of bed is climbing mountains and meeting up with friends and things like that. But I've got moments of happiness here, but not a life of joy. And I wonder these days if I'll find that joy in New Zealand. But then I'll speak to family members and reignite my love of radio and feel like I need to be applying for jobs back in Australia and I don't know what I should be doing. And I guess there's so much uncertainty in my life right now and I really have – sometimes I have moments of clarity. I listen to podcasts, one actual podcast that has really helped me come to a bit of a decision and who knows, this decision might change tomorrow but listening to Jay Shetty's podcast with Marie Forleo and about listening to myself, like actually take a seat and and listen and ask myself what it is that I wanted and what physical reactions I have right now. Because right now I feel like I've got two choices. One of them is to stay in New Zealand, almost give up on radio, work on my business, work on my fulfilling life that I had moved over here to do with the original intention to come here, start a podcast agency, open my business, and still do radio. Now, radio is taken out of that equation. I don't know if starting that life and, and starting that agency will be fulfilling enough for me. But then on the other hand, I could move back to Australia and try and get a radio job, be comfortable, be around my family, enjoy life, know that I've got the support of the government, i.e. not having a job and and trying to find one, know that everything is going to be a little bit easier because I'm in my home country. I just won't have any of the things that I moved over here to New Zealand around me because I'm going to sell it all if I was to move back to Australia. So really, it all boils down to two choices stay in New Zealand and never do radio again. Possibly. Hopefully not, but possibly. That's how it feels right now. I'll move back to Australia, knowing that this is just the way the industry works. When a door closes in radio, you go and open another one in another place. And I feel like this move has been so incredibly treacherous for getting all of my shit moved overseas. But the move back feels like it'll be a big, big, easy step. And I just don't know. About any of it and the reason that I'm sharing this with you is not for attention and it's not a cry for help because the more people I speak to the more influences I have that confuse the shit out of me I just want to be here. I want to show you that this is what I'm going through. This is the real life of Tiffany Rouge. The downfalls, the pitfalls, and the how I'm going to pick myself back up. I know I will pick myself back up. Some days it really doesn't feel like that. Today it definitely feels like that. But it's not all roses. And it doesn't feel great all of the time. It feels like shit most of the time. You know, I've been feeling like I'm not happy in New Zealand. And I don't know why I'm unhappy, but I want to be able to create a life that makes me happy. And I feel right now that I want to stay in New Zealand, but I'm also not ready to give up on my dream of radio. So here I am stuck between a rock and a hard place. And if you have experienced anything like this in a crazy, not even similar situation, but if you're stuck between a rock and a hard place, well, I feel you because I am right there with you. If you know anyone looking for a radio announcer in Australia, please send them my way. Or if you're in Auckland and you are looking for an experienced talker or just to give a girl a bit of purpose, definitely come my way. I guess you'll just have to stick around to see how things turn out for me because this is me sharing my real life with you, the things that I'm going through Right now, and I'll share with you how I pick myself up and you know how I overcome this incredible adversity when it happens. Build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it.